0: Welcome to the Pure Gasmic Love Podcast, a sex-positive space for mature audiences only. Tune in for intimate conversations surrounding a range of topics related to relationships, sex, and holistic wellness. All the growing pains and orgasmic pleasures are presented uncensored in an open, honest, and vulnerable way. Let's dance together in orgasmic energy to expand your sexual pleasures and enhance that orgasmic life you were born to live. Get comfy and allow your body to relax in connection with me, Dragonfly, for the orgasmic pleasures you're about to experience. Hi, love. It fills me with warmth and tingles that you've decided to join me today. On today's episode, I'm going to be having a conversation around being orgasmic and living orgasmic. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Like one of my favorite topics. Yeah. Hence why I named my company Pure Orgasmic Love.
1: Yeah, right? It's kind of obvious.
0: So, I frequently get a question or a comment or a look or something surrounding Pure Orgasmic Love, the name of my company. And so, today I thought it's relevant to talk about what is Pure Orgasmic Love? What does it mean to be orgasmic? and live orgasmic within pure orgasmic love and let you know what it's like for us to live an orgasmic life and what that looks like Mm -hmm. a little bit. So when I named the company (laughs) and it just came to me because I had, we'd started while I was in school. I was practicing things. We were going over stuff. I was learning a tremendous amount of stuff that was giving me so many shifts in my life that I all of a sudden felt more orgasmic. Well, I was having more orgasms. Let's just say that. That was happening. Right. Different types of orgasms, uh, different sensations of orgasms. But then all of a sudden it started bleeding out into my whole entire life. And so, one day, I think I was sitting on the couch, and I said, no, chances are I was not sitting on the couch. Chances are I was sitting in my bed, or we were sitting out alone and I, enjoying the outdoors.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But either way, I came up with pure orgasmic love.
1: I had walked away. I don't remember location, (laughs) but I remember walking up, and you had this look on your face, and you were just like, I got it. And I was like, I don't know what we're talking about, but I'm glad you got it. Like, whatever it is, see, I could tell you were excited. You're like, I have the company name. And I was like, awesome. I mean, we had been talking about it for weeks at this point, like mm-hmm. throwing different ideas around and, and stuff, brainstorming. And you were like, pure orgasmic love. And I was like, Ooh. yeah, I like it. And you're like, good, because that's it. I was like, okay, <laughs> well, there you go.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, it
1: was like you you hit it and it was like, that's it. That That's what I want.
0: I hid it, because when I said it, my whole body literally resonated with these tingles and warmth, and I just knew that was it. I knew that was it. Right. Thing is, is not everybody else did. I got so much shit when I would say well. that at first. Are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you want to name your company we- with orgasmic in it? Are you sure yeah. you would... Well, yeah, because this is what I'm feeling. This is what right. I'm going with, and then guess what? Couldn't get a bank account. <laughs> Started having issues with coming. You know, um, Facebook wouldn't wouldn't allow me to have my handle as at Pyragasmic Love, so I had to do it at POL Dragonfly. Right. You know, I had to modify and work with it because there's so much sex negativity out there that the word orgasmic alone was it triggering. Was,
1: it was really interesting to watch people's reactions. It, it became kind of, for me, it became this observational thing like, oh, someone just asked her what her company name is. <laughs> we get to see how they feel about sex because it, as soon as she would say pure orgasmic love, they would react. And it was either...
0: Oh! Oh! Tell me more. What What
1: What is this we speak of? <laughs> um, or people were like, "Ha ho ha, ha. And you you could just see the uncomfortable. Like she's gonna. She, oh, she's talking about sex. Oh, like, there's gonna be. And then other people that you know, like we're
0: kind of puzzled at well, the bank or
1: whatever, and they're like, "Oh, like mm, it must be you know very negative." And and it was just like the different reaction. It was just so much fun to watch and. But it was a concern. We we ended up talking about this for a while. Um,
0: I almost changed the name. I almost did it because I was, well, I didn't want those constraints on myself that right. the world was putting on me. You felt like you were me. fighting
1: an uphill battle for, yeah. like, why? Yeah. And then
0: I thought to myself, well, you are talking about sex. Hmm? You are talking about some topics that are taboo to say. Um, negative to some, a lot of mixed messages for others, like there's some trauma around these topics. And so I thought to myself, I'm not going to change the name. I'm not going to do that because when I named it, it just felt so delicious inside of me. And it, it's almost an extension coming out from me and everything I've learned and everything that I know that you can create in your life. And that's why I talk about the pure orgasmic love for myself and the pure orgasmic love that we've created for each other and with each other. And I did not want to change that. Right. At all. I didn't want to modify it because it was that important to me. And so then I talk about be orgasmic live orgasmic. Well, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) What does
1: that even mean? What does that mean? Uh, Because we just think
0: about the mechanical action of orgasm.
1: It's very context-specific. Orgasm is what happens at the end. Oh, okay. For guys, (laughs) (laughs) hope. Let's say stereotypically, um, you know, for... From my perspective, male perspective, you orgasm is the end of the sexual encounter. That's what it means.
0: Okay. That's For, your perspective that's my, that, that you've mentioned. That right. That was that's kind of the stereotypical
1: it. male perspective, is that, that that's what orgasm means. It it's what happens at the right. end of your sexual encounter. Right. Period. The so plateau. when you say when you say live <laughs> orgasmic, my brain goes, but I, I can't live in that final act of like that doesn't and it took some computing um and i think that's why you know we're talking about it's kind of fun watching people's reaction to the name of, of the company even the people that are like oh tell me more um
0: <laughs> which we get a lot of those and i right. really you happy. say well we
1: we want to help you live an orgasmic life they still go
0: huh what i want mean? more
1: orgasms but that doesn't it? make sense to me yeah. Um, and so that was kind of the idea. It was like, oh, this is what we mean.
0: Which which became part of it, which became fun. Mm-hmm. And will I encounter more issues with it? Probably. And that's okay. Because I know the realm I'm dancing in. Mm-hmm. I know who I'm dancing with. And <laughs> I'm going to keep putting forth the effort to, to shift that. Because I don't think it's a healthy mindset for our world to have. So I'm right. trying to shift that. And if and I thought this was one of the things. I thought if I conform, if I change it, if I squash I'm squashing all the intentions I have behind it. And we're never going to move forward if we don't have this conversation. Like right. orgasm <laughs> isn't a bad word. Right. Go it's, figure. It's, it's not, not a, a bad dirty word. word, right? We need to be talking about it. Right. Everybody needs to know about it. Mhm. And we also need to teach people how to live in it. Absolutely. And be more of it. Right. So I chose not to and I chose to go even further with it. And then I created the right. pure orgasmic membership. So Right just where we focus on being orgasmic. orgasmic. It's so the I just ran yeah. with it. I just kept mm-hmm. going with it. And I'm really glad I, I'm really glad I did
1: absolutely and, and i think the final deciding factor for us on this was that one we it perfectly like you said describes the, the feeling we're trying to get across and and what we're trying to talk about but also if it causes if the simple name the word orgasmic and the name of your company causes people to get uncomfortable they need to get uncomfortable and we need to have that conversation is how we feel like let's why are you squirming why is that a weird word for you um, and maybe you don't get to have that conversation, but we talked about it. Where okay, we we weren't able to get a bank account because they were convinced that
0: we did get a bank account. We did get a well, bank at account. First but we were at, down. at first, we were turned yeah. down
1: um, because of simply the name, really, It is the only thing we could think of. Um, but that that person we dealt with had to go home and think about it because we sat there and went, well, no, this mm-hmm. is it, it's not that kind of thing. Like or, orgasm's not a dirty word, and hopefully. That person later went on and thought about it, and, and maybe that's all we got. But we, those conversations are, saying, are important, yes, is what I'm saying. Okay. It's important to talk to people who are a little uncomfortable and explain your point of view. You might not get it across immediately, you might not get it away immediately, but down the road, they go, You know, <laughs> well, sometimes so, it
0: happens like that. Yeah, sometimes it takes time. Our processing takes time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, sometimes we, I've noticed that some people process things really fast. And some people get things really fast. And some people have to process things a little bit slower. And some people mm-hmm. have to do it more to obtain the knowledge to actually embody the skills than to use it right. in their everyday life. Right. So whoever you may be, that's okay as well, right? Mm-hmm. So I would like to share a little bit about what my orgasmic life looks like. And I hope I don't leave anything out because I really didn't take a whole lot of, I wanted this to be 100% vulnerable and authentic. And so I really didn't make a whole lot of bullet points, but I didn't make hardly any for this episode. So we'll see how this goes. So... For me, I also thought orgasm, in the very beginning, I thought orgasm was just an orgasm. Like, it's the completion, you get to your plateau, you have this feeling, you have this sensation in your body, this happens for you, and that's it. Well, there could be nothing further from the truth, actually. And what I realized as I learned my own body, as I learned my own desires and my needs, and started transforming my mindset on reframing a lot of my, my program messages, things I had thought were mine, my beliefs from when I was real little, even Mm -hmm. like it goes back all the way to that when I started really digging in, which was unbelievable. And then I realized, Oh, these things are starting to happen for me by myself, like deeper sensations in my body, different types of orgasms. Um, different ways of experiencing them with different mechanical techniques and all kinds of stuff. And then integrating it into our sexy playtime, our intimate time, right? started happening. That started increasing. That started getting better. And the more I learned, the more I was able to come home and share with you. And right. we were able to practice. And I kept practicing it for myself. One thing that significantly helped me create what is... I'm going to explain here in a minute, is that I did practice. I didn't realize how important practice actually was because you're never going to be exactly proficient at anything unless you practice. You do it regularly. Yeah. Right. And then that got me even more excited because everything I was practicing was delicious And also, I'm going to set a note to that, some things were hard and difficult. Absolutely. When I had to do some mirroring work and had to, like, really look at myself and say, okay, this is what's happening and what role are you playing in this? And you can literally hold up a mirror Mm -hmm. if you'd like, but you need to really ask yourself deeply what that is I started being able to release some stuff and to let go of things and stop harboring and holding on and doing all of that, that just helped me then practice more and get deeper into those practices. Right? So then I, then it, as I was learning this and embodying these, then I started noticing little parts of my life, like my interactions with people, um, how I was carrying myself. Um, What I was starting to enjoy that I really never enjoyed before. Or things I wanted to do that I had a lot of shit surrounding it and wasn't able to engage in it per se. Mm -hmm. So, big things started happening. And that was my mindset shifting. That was me learning my body. I started having the skills... And then I started seeing how this was all coming together for myself. Started realizing it was literally when I was loving on my cat. Oh my gosh. And I was getting that warm, tingly sensation with my cat. And I know you might be thinking, okay, that's weird. But it is a pleasant, happy, warm, just overjoyous feeling that I got.
1: Just overwhelming pleasure sensation.
0: Overwhelming yeah. that it was it was so amazing. And so then I realized, oh, I'm gardening. And I was enjoying the hell out of the garden and I was pulling weeds. And instead of being in a space that was negative or maybe not even negative, but
1: distracted, not just, there. Great. Yeah. Right, I mm-hmm. was in the moment. Mm-hmm.
0: And I started noticing that I was in the moment all the time with everything I was doing. And then that started showing up big time in bed, mm-hmm. like big time in bed, but also in everything else I was doing, you know, it shifted my energy and engaging in the videos. And that's something that I've had a serious hard time stepping <laughs> into because of my own shit. And so like that even became fun and orgasmic for me. And I'm not saying that everything I do, loving on my cat, doing the garden work, you know, um, having random interactions with people and talking to them at the grocery store or, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that that were very pleasant for me, that I'm standing there like literally having an orgasm. Right. However, there's a feeling that is safe and secure and even creative and joyous and pleasure filled that you get when you have an orgasm. And I'm not talking about ejaculation that is separate from right. female or male bodies that can ejaculate. I'm talking about the sensation, the mindset, the emotions, the all of that, how you are feeling when you have that orgasm and your bliss afterwards that can flow out into the rest of right. the world. In everything you do, you can choose for that to be part of it. You just have to first identify, have the skills and know, let's have the skills identify and know Mm -hmm. how that is running through you. Mm -hmm. Your orgasmic energy running through you to be able to push it out into the rest of the world. And use it to your advantage. I do have to say that using it to your advantage So, every conversation I engage in, Mm -hmm. and you stand back and watch, because I I I have lots of conversations with you there, but Uh you are not a part of the conversation Uh sometimes, and I will sit there, and I will feel into that feeling, and I will breathe, and I will connect in that moment with myself, and with whoever I'm connecting with right here, right now. Right here, right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to feel that, and bring that up, in use that in our conversation. And what I mean by that is my excitement, my confidence, my love for this other human being, like all of that is resonating in our moment together. In the bedroom, (laughs) I use that plus, like that's coming up plus then I allow the rest of it to flow out. Right.
1: And it's easier to add to it because you've been practicing that all, all day. So when you get to the bedroom part of it, you're already well-versed in that pregame, so to speak. You already feel good. You're already present. You've already got all that happening. And then you yeah. just add to it. And that's where the, the sex goes from good to mind-blowing. Like, it's that above step because you've cultivated everything underneath. Most
0: definitely. the other way i can put this is um everybody has their jam of music
1: right we talked about this in the first episode okay that, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
0: everybody has their jam of music <laughs> there's something there's someone you listen to that when it comes on
1: you go that's my shit right there just doesn't matter what it is <laughs> whatever it is
0: wherever you are you're feeling it Maybe you're a dancer. Maybe you're not. That's okay. That's not the point. It's Ours the feeling. Ours, Ours are, are different. Ours are very different. <laughs> Ours Wait. are totally different. Totally opposite ends of the spectrum with music within that. <laughs> and also, you get my feeling when I say, both,
1: right. huh,
0: I'm feeling this. <laughs> it's essentially the same thing that you are getting when you are in every moment right. that you're creating for yourself.
1: Yeah, everything becomes your shit, basically. Everything. Like everything you're doing, you're like,
0: yeah. This is and my if shit. it's not, it's not devastating. <laughs> right,
1: right. It it's it is what it is. Hmm?
0: It's not devastating. Right. It it may just not be like, <laughs> but it's not devastating, and it doesn't.
1: Because you're starting at that higher plane. It doesn't break you. You're starting in you. that that happier better place so that when something negative happens you don't drop below the line of broken you know like it keeps you if you start higher you're a little more resilient to those dips
0: you're definitely more resilient great way to put that because i have the skills to work mm-hmm. through all of those things and you know the other thing about living an orgasmic life is there's a lot of things in an orgasmic life that you wouldn't necessarily consider orgasmic right like that's the right. point is there's so many skills that you're learning embodying that become that orgasmic life that you were like, well, I didn't think that had anything to do. Right. Like, how was that connected? But then you start putting in practice and using it. And you're like, ah, uh,
1: for me, I, know, it was I didn't
0: know until yeah. I, it happened. Right. Kind of thing. You
1: don't know until you know, and then you're like, and then oh, you all, oh, that's you a thing. Know. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mine was, mine <laughs> came about through the confidence aspect. Um, the, for me, that was kind of the first thing to focus on. Uh, I've always had a very strong sex drive, we'll say. Um, that His I, drums
0: are beating all the time.
1: <laughs> should we should we explain yeah, that real quick? Because I think we're going to use that. So we've come up with the analogy of drumming for my my sex drive, uh, because. If, you're, if you are a drummer, this is in no way meant to be offensive. No, but you'll uh, get it. But you'll, you'll I totally think you'll get, get it. it. If and if any, you're not a drummer, you'll probably yeah, get if it. If any of you know someone who plays drums, like the full drum kit, drums. Yeah, we're
0: talking about, they're loud. Then, then you right? know what
1: we're talking about. If you are in the mood for drums, if you are at a concert and there's a drum solo going, yeah, that's my shit, you're into it, you're jamming. But guess what? If you live with a drummer... Who wants to practice every day and it's like eight the o'clock drumming in the is morning
0: not your thing per right se. And,
1: and you're trying to get on with your day and they're beating the drums in the other room it can be a bit much that's how we've so we use drumming as, as my sex drive because my drums are always going i'm always ready for the full concert and you're like okay drumming's appropriate now maybe not right now kind of thing um so uh, the drums
0: can get loud
1: they they yeah. And I
0: know your drums are loud, and I'm okay with your drums, and I want your drums to be loud. And also understand that sometimes
1: not in the mood for drums. I'm
0: not in the mood for drums. <laughs> that's fine. I'm more in the mood for maybe a soft little bongo or something. <laughs> like, you know, maybe I'm in the mood for something else. So, also understanding that it's okay to have your drums.
1: Absolutely. Be and as that's what loud I was as say. you want,
0: but also know that I may not want to engage right. in your drumming session all the time.
1: Right. And from previous relationships and from, you know, our relationship previous to me figuring all this stuff out, uh, with your help, it's my drumming has always been a, a sense of shame for me. And been I, I felt like it was, it was too much. I, there were a lot of things dealing with it. Um, you know, my need for sex all the time I felt like was shameful and, and I didn't like it. So for me, kind of the stepping into this orgasmic life was first building confidence. And then that confidence led to accepting that it's perfectly okay for me to want to beat the drums all the goddamn time. And we have to remember that
0: there are some members in our video podcast area watching and that we're not looking at you. Sorry. We're getting used to
1: it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're getting used to this.
1: Newness. Uh, So (laughs) growth, growth, growth. Uh, So the, for me i had to come to it i needed to build confidence and once i built that confidence it helped me accept that that my drumming was okay and there's nothing wrong with it but I, my confidence was bringing up what i later figured out is orgasmic energy and and i didn't i didn't come at it from that direction at first it was like i need to bring up my my inner warrior my inner confidence my you know it's the thing you do before you walk onto stage. If you have to do public speaking and you're like, you got this, yeah, you kind of build yourself up and you're like, let's go do this. It's kind of that type of thing, but learning to control that energy, learning to bring it up and, and really feel it. And what I figured out is that that energy I'm bringing up is the same energy that's there during really good drumming sessions, let's say. Uh, And it's, think about it, I mean from, I'm saying think about it guys because I can't, I don't understand what it's like to be be a woman, but from a guy's perspective that there's not much more confidence building than a really good orgasm. Like you lay there going, I am king of the world. Like it is, that is (laughs) that bliss period afterwards. And what that is, is your body releasing all those amazing Mm -hmm. hormones. especially for, for men, testosterone and, and oxytocin and, and all those serotonin and dopamine and all the stuff that makes us happy and feel good and feel confident. Well, guess what? If you can learn to bring that up during the day without the sex, without the orgasm, just bring that up, you're able to produce higher testosterone levels, higher serotonin levels, higher dopamine levels. And now you're in you're interacting from that point of confidence. So... For me, it's not, I don't, like you said, I don't walk around thinking
0: I'm gonna have think orgasm about orgasm all the minute. time,
1: but but I've played with this and, and it is night and day. And again, N equals one here on this experiment because I just did it by myself. Um, go to a big store, a uh, grocery store, box store, whatever. And one half of the store, I played off my old self. I tended I hunched my shoulders, I looked down, I, I did all the things I used to do to
0: minimize. feel smaller to yeah, minimize, to minimize um,
1: lack of confidence, you could say. So anyone out there who's felt unconfident at a time, which I'm pretty sure is everybody, um, you you know that that kind of and I just noticed, I, I like observing and I walked around pushing my cart, observing how people reacted to me and for the sake of experiment particularly, Women, attractive women, how they respond to me because that's my demographic. <laughs> I like attractive like. women and I want to see how they react to me. Uh, no, they're wrong with that. So uh, I see how they react. And then I would get to the other side of the store and I literally would do this. Pause, sit there, close my eyes for a minute feel into myself, bring up that energy, bring it. For me, it comes up from inside and I can kind of feel it filling like it just that confidence, that that you know, post-orgasm feeling, I guess, is the best way to put it. And just bring up that energy that, for me, it feels very primal. I, I use that word a lot. And then how do I feel? How do I present myself with that energy? And I'd walk around the other half of the store and see how people reacted to me. And By the way, night and day.
0: This is the first time I've heard this story.
1: <laughs> I do a lot of stuff behind her back because if it doesn't work, I don't want her to know. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, that didn't work. Don't tell her you tried that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, but yeah, I do this type of stuff just to, as an experiment, like to okay. see, and I've done it multiple times. And it's night and day. If I'm walking around, even if I kind of make eye contact with people when I'm in that kind of low, pushing my cart, keeping to myself energy, it's if people look at me it's very quick it's very there is no reaction
0: so they're not as engaged with you they're
1: not connecting with me at yeah. all I'm completely non-existent same outfit same everything I haven't changed anything I go to the other side of this store. I build that up I walk around eye contact um, smiles m- much longer eye contact uh, and my personal favorite, which is something that is an evolutionary thing that when I saw it, I was like, got it, love it. Women who are around men they find attractive, or let's say someone they find attractive, to, okay. not gender specific, someone you find attractive, will swing your hips a bit more when you walk. It's been, it's been shown. They've, done, they've actually done studies on, with <laughs> cameras in gyms. And if there's only women on the treadmill, they all walk a certain way. You put one guy in there, and all of a sudden the hips all start swinging. Like they don't even they don't even think about it, but it's their body going, "Hey, it's there's men here, right? might be looking at my booty." Like let so me show off what I got. So in the animal world, in animal, okay, and
0: I'm pause for a second. Okay. Yeah. Something you may not know <laughs> is he was a zoologist for almost 20 years, years, a zookeeper. Yeah. And he did behavioral.
1: Behavioral modification, all that, you know, evolutionary science, all that stuff. So this is animal breeding. Yeah. So whenever breeding, I bring so... in, like,
0: so in, in the animal <laughs> world, because we just, we see ourselves as just another animal yeah. in this world. So.
1: We follow the same evolutionary rules that the rest of them do.
0: Right. And, and display That is a hundred percent
1: display. If there's someone, you know, animals act different when there's someone around that they want to be attractive to. When I am in my low energy, no one's worried about being attractive for me. I guess is one way to put it. They don't see me as a potential potential hey, this late. could be, you know, somebody. And when I say that, I'm not talking consciously. I'm not talking about these, are, these women are going, oh, you know, because if they're, they're in a relationship or whatever, I'm not saying they're like, I'm going to cheat on my husband with that guy. But they're not thinking about that. Their body is reacting instinctively. They see me. They don't see me as a potential mate. Their body does not react. However, so these if are they women cross... that
0: see you as a potential mate. Right. These if, are, if their, they... bio, their biology is even seeing you as a potential mate.
1: Exactly. They're, so their biology doesn't react to me in one energy. I change it. I bring that up, which for me, and I think this is true for most people, my shoulders come back, they come mm-hmm. down, my chest comes out, my head comes up. I walk differently. I carry myself differently. As soon as I do that, women that even quick eye contact, like if they're coming across and they just make quick eye contact, immediately you see their hips start to swing and they 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 will stand up straighter, like instantly their body says look more attractive. Um, and. To me, that's like got him. Like, I did it. Like,
0: and and those kinds of. So I, I'm getting excited about this because it's like (laughs) you're flirting. You're totally flirting. That's this is a form of flirting. That's
1: absolutely flirting. Right? Yeah.
0: It. You're not even saying anything. You're not even really interacting with them. But you're peacocking.
1: I'm putting out the vibe of confidence and sexual energy. And by putting out that vibe, even though I'm not walking around going, I'm sexy. Look at me. I'm sexy. Confidence.
0: The fact that your body feels good, Mm -hmm. like really feels good. Like you don't have any lots of aches and pains going on. You don't have a headache. You're not, Mm -hmm. you know, the fact that you're feeling confident in your looks of your body. You're happy with how you Mm -hmm. are and that. You probably do find some of these women attractive. Absolutely. And so you're turning on maybe a little eye gaze. Oh, absolutely. I'm having some fun with it. For sure. Like, that's that's part of flirting.
1: And, And that's, for me, that's what my orgasmic life looks like. That was never a part of it. For me, that feeling only occurred during sex, which when you have a sex drive as high as mine, doesn't happen enough. Be honest. I you tell me all the time. She could she could be like we could have sex four times a day and you you every day. Can we have every day? Can we do it five? Like I it's
0: it doesn't matter how many times he want he that that I well it's because the more you do it, right. The more you engage with this energy, the more (laughs) you want it to happen, which is a positive for all of us because there's so many benefits to having all of those Mm -hmm. chemicals released in your body. So that's a, That's an amazing example. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. And I'm really excited you shared it now and you didn't tell me before.
1: <laughs> so I get to have the, I get to enjoy that feeling more. What I have, and, and this leads to the other aspect of this is once I'm able to bring that up and it's not a this only happens during sex feeling, I'm able to enjoy your touch more. Um, we've started to engage in, in touch that before I would be like, okay, now we gotta have sex because I was looking for that feeling. And the only way I got there was through sex. So every time you touched me, I was like, okay, now we we need to go further because I need to get there. And now I can bring that up way back here. And so if you go, I'm going to touch you like this, and that's where this is going, I can go, oh, that was amazing. Thank you. I really enjoyed that, even though it doesn't necessarily lead to it. it. So many other things have become so much more enjoyable, like flirting with women at the grocery store that I'll never see again. I get so much enjoyment out of that now that...
0: So, how has it also helped you stepping into being more orgasmic for yourself? Um, Let's talk about that for a second. Like, are you now experiencing, because you've learned some things and you helped yourself Mm -hmm. uh, shift your mindset around some things, are you actually experiencing different types of orgasms Absolutely. like in that be orgasmic category. How has mm-hmm. that shown up for you?
1: It, it's again, I'm starting where I used to finish. If that makes sense. I, I used to use sex to get to that orgasmic feeling. Now I'm, le- and I'm still learning. I We're of, all learning right, all the time. No, right.
0: It's not just you. I know,
1: but I, it's
0: everybody, we're on a constant path of learning. <laughs> and as soon as you shut that down, I think you're not you're doing yourself such an injustice right because there's so much out there never done you know if you've seen a sex therapist before if you've taken other classes there's no reason why you can't engage with us mm-hmm. because even if you get 10 20 30 40 50 100 out of what we're doing it's something that you can put in your skills box that you're able to pull out and enjoy yourself more in this life and mm-hmm. i believe that's why we're here
1: yeah yeah. So and so for me being able to bring that up now where I am currently, I am able to bring that up much more easily and get there to where I'm now feeling that way going into foreplay. Like I'm I'm already where I used to be after. I feel like my body's tingling, I've got that warm feeling, I'm feeling confident, I'm feeling you know, I like the word primal because when well, I when it's I'm primal, fired up, right? I feel very like. Well, you work so, with animals for 20 I know, years, it, it, and it, it, that's your thing. It mindset. is primal because you're right.
0: you're used to studying these animals in a certain way, or teaching, you know, right. or you know, helping them evolve in a certain way.
1: So that that feeling for me, when you start there, now everything that happens when we do get to the sexy time, when we do get to the sex, I'm adding on that, which means it's much more intense. Uh, and yeah, I'm having different types of orgasms in different ways at different times and and that's newer to me. i don't have a i do not have the variety in skills that you do um but <laughs> but it but it's changing and it's getting there and for someone who spent you know the first forty two years of his life going well this is this is an orgasm, and that's what that means, it's been a very good year for me in in that expansion process so um, that's kind of what my orgasmic life looks like.
0: Awesome. So, those are two specifics. Yeah. Do you use it? Do you use that orgasmic energy that has come from the skills that you now know in your body? Mm-hmm. Do you use that in anywhere else? Like, do you use it in conversations? Or are you using it um, Yeah. Like, all the time? Like, <laughs> when you're in creative space with projects, because. We're, we're very creative people and we love artistic things, we love music, like there's a lot of things that we find a lot of the nature, we, we engage in a lot of things that are enjoyable for us. Mm-hmm. And that's also part about living an orgasmic life is engaging in those and you are bringing that energy into everything you do.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It, particularly with my connections with other people whether that's a 30 second conversation or it's, you know, a conversation with my family. Uh, again, for me, it's very much that, that confidence, that feeling of security, uh, that that's a big part of it for me. I'm, Believe it or not, sitting here naked on video, uh, a bit of an introvert, uh, and yeah. <laughs> so for me, one of the one of the issues I've always had is is interacting with other human primates. Like that's I'm much more comfortable with the non-human primates. So now using this energy, if I'm going into a situation, if I have to make a phone call or something that is anxiety-producing for me, I will actually use use this. I'll use some breathing. I'll focus. I'll kind of get present. And, and bring up those feelings because, well, the same confidence and self-assuredness that you want going into a flirting session is kind of the same feeling you want going into talking to the guy at the bank about this screw up that you got to get fixed or whatever. If you come into it with that empathetic, understanding, confident, happy, <laughs> no one's orgasmic and unhappy uh, feeling, you it's amazing the response you get from people. So, I use it all the time in that sense, um, and to the point that I, I don't think about it as orgasmic energy anymore. I just think about it as, oh, I need some of that good energy. Like this is this it's is just, my... it's just a
0: part of yeah. life. It has been, right. and, and that's what I mean by this. That's why I think people are they don't believe that it's possible, and it is, it is, and that's what i'm trying to do is support a world that's more sex positive that sees that this being a good thing and that orgasm is not a bad it's not bad Mm-mm. it's very beneficial and it's very beneficial in our whole lives
1: right it doesn't and need to be specifically just the end of the sexual act like that energy can be used everywhere
0: it, it becomes <laughs> it becomes everywhere yeah like and you see it in everything mm-hmm. And also I want to say something that supports our mindset around this and doing this is not being fearful of the judgment that somebody's going to say, well, you're weird because you're like singing and dancing in the car and carrying on or, you know, dancing in, hear this all the time, we have two daughters, they're grown now, and also the whole life, mom, why are you embarrassing me? You know, and I still do it. Dancing and singing in the,
1: in the car in the rain in the just finding the joy and pleasure in every moment in Marshalls kind of yeah right
0: of all places hey when your know, jam comes on and you're shopping you gotta right, get that you gotta it you know so pulling out that feeling can happen at any time it's not just about the bedroom mm-hmm. although I really believe that you are able to create more of it and learn more about yourself and using it in the bedroom.
1: It's a much more controlled environment. It's a a very poignant... The energy is very obvious in the bedroom. Like, it's a great place to practice and use it. And, you know, then it kind of bleeds out into everything else. It's a good way to go about it. And
0: specifically in the bedroom. So, we get into habitual states of doing things the same way all the time. Same positions, same techniques, all of that. And a lot of our expansion comes from trying things new. Mm -hmm. And exploring those and modifying those to your pleasure, which then also you can then transfer out into the rest of the world.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: You make it work for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I really appreciate you sharing all of that. No problem. Some of it I've heard. The grocery store story, I didn't hear at all. I had no idea about that and I think it's really exciting. Because I think when we're able to have that confidence and use those in very safe Boundary situations, mm-hmm. it allows you to expand your capacity yeah. just a little bit more. So that way, when you get into other situations to where you actually have to be on and it's needed, you gotta actually
1: talk to people. Or like remember my study in the grocery it. store, I never actually talked to anybody. There was no I'm building confidence to go talk to that cute girl. It was just I'm just gonna be confident and see how she reacts to me. So it was there was zero interaction like from a communication standpoint it was just biological and it was yeah. just observation so play with it it's that, easy yeah it's fun
0: well playing is fun it is it definitely is fun <laughs> so if you would like to know more about creating your own orgasmic life and this sounds like something well hell yeah i want this Like, because we all want not? it we just don't know how to get it we don't know how to access it we don't know how to use it for ourselves like And it does help to have someone guide you. Hmm? I have teachers.
1: You came home and taught me. I
0: came home (laughs) and taught you. Like, it really helps. And I am willing to share everything I know to be true and that works for many, many, many people. And so if you are interested at all, head over to puregasmiclove.com forward slash membership and go check it out. See what I have to offer. And I can't list everything. I can't tell you everything that you're going to be learning in there. Uh, but you're going to be learning a lot of life skills as well, not just to use in the bedroom. Again, living an orgasmic life is about pulling all of those, all of that yumminess that you feel and you're able to do in the bedroom. And if you're not somebody that is doing that, you may find it extra hard to believe that it's able to be moved out of there and it's... yeah a part of your life really mm-hmm. because i'm not gonna lie there are a lot of people out there having mediocre to eh, okay maybe good sex like w-
1: mm-hmm. we hear it all the time
0: all the, all time. All the time and why <laughs> like there's other options i know why i know <laughs> why but there's no that's not that's not it It doesn't need to be a thing anymore it doesn't have to be it's it's your choice whether or not you want to keep doing that and i know some people maybe you may be somebody right now listening thinking well it's not possible for me because i don't have a partner well guess what this starts with fucking you (laughs) like it didn't start with you Meaning E, I'm pointing to E. If you're if you can't see us right now, <laughs> it didn't start with you first. It started with me first. Just like everything, I was coming home and teaching mm-hmm. you a lot you of practiced. things. We did practice together. Yeah. However, there was a lot of things that I think at the beginning, you looked at me one time when I was like, "No, you need to go." I I told you about it, and I was like, "You're like okay, well, let's do it." And I'm like, "No, you need to go do this yourself." You, this is you. Like, you this go do is this. You. I'm like, oh, "Go learn this okay. for yourself, right. and then let's come back together mm-hmm. and do it together." So. And you also don't have to know shit about shit with relationships (laughs) or sex to learn more. You don't have to know anything. And if you Mm -hmm. know some stuff, great.
1: Guess what? You can practice the drums by yourself. You can learn how to be a really good drummer by yourself and then join a band later.
0: Yeah. So we're
1: using the drumming analogy.
0: I just love the drumming analogy. It's so good. It works so well. When came up with that one day, I was like... Yeah,
1: because I I it, it. took a while, but I finally came up with one. Like I think this fits. So because it
0: does. Some days, okay, vulnerability here. Some days your drums are so loud. It,
1: it's obnoxious.
0: It's I want to put the earphones on. <laughs> like seriously, I can't hear. No 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 no. Right?
1: She she because equates it to so the Jumanji loud. drums. If you've ever oh, seen the movie, yeah, you know when so. the, they start in the jungle and everybody gets that look. That's what she does. She's like, oh god, those oh, are the Jumanji those drums. Are right
0: loud. <laughs> And then there's sometimes where your drums are loud, and I want them to Mm -hmm. be that loud, and sometimes I want them to be louder. So, but sometimes...
1: But learning the drums and controlling the drums was a solo project. That was was me. You can't teach me that. I have to do that for myself, figure that out for myself, then come together, and you can teach me how we do this better. That's the idea.
0: Yeah, how we can discover it together. Yep. This is really fun. So this has been an exciting episode. I'm really excited with the new format. Uh, Drop us a line, let us know how you're enjoying it. I know this is only the second episode, but I'd still love your input. And if you ever have any episodes or topics that you would like us to integrate into our conversation or guests that we may wanna see us have on here, naked or not, um, submit those to podcast at puregasmiclove.com. And we would love to connect with you in our membership area. So mm-hmm. check that out. And
1: if you're a member, stick around. Yes. For the extra stuff.
0: Because we do have extra stuff with them. So, yeah. Thank you for joining us. From my heart to yours in orgasmic breath. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Pure Gasmic Love Podcast, and I look forward to teasing your ear holes in the next one. If you want our perspective on a question or a thought you may have and want us to integrate it into our conversation, please submit it at podcast at puregasmiclove.com. And you can discover much more at puregasmiclove.com. Until next time, orgasmic hugs from my heart to yours.